is a random one because I found it at the store and it was tea. So, and I don't oh. get to drink. I don't drink tea much since I've cut sugar out. So, tea in a can is just weird to me. I don't know. I don't feel like well, well sweet tea. Should I say? Oh, Obviously okay. Because I was like, tea doesn't have sugar. <laughs> well, so, it does in the south. <laughs> well, sweet tea, yeah. In, in the our... south, in the south, you can pour it on pancakes. Hey, I will. I will. <laughs> I will go to Bojangles and get me some of that sweet tea. That Bojangles sweet tea is the business. Bojangles sweet tea is very good, but I'll even admit it's a lot stronger than what you get usually down here. <laughs> like down, down here, you like, ooh. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> that is the energy drink and the ultimate crash drink. Oh yes. Yeah, sweet tea is a dessert in the South. <laughs> oh uh, what yeah, one hundred percent. I would say it's more like our water. Like it's, it's just the base water. It's just... Yeah, that's that's one okay. thing I do not uh, do not like about California the, or the West Coast. There's just not enough sweet tea out here. Yeah, Brisk does not count. Raspberry <laughs> iced tea does, yeah. does not count. I'll drink it, but this is, that does not count. This is not sweet tea. Nope. It's actually how we put our fires out too down here. Uh, <laughs> you just, you just think <laughs> throw a sweet tea on it. Yeah. Who got the gallon of sweet tea? We got this yeah. fire out. B- Bentley, pass me some more tea. I'm sorry, I'm mixing it up. We got the. the little, At least like, we got the fire to bowl it. Who yeah. do you know named Bentley for you to come out like that? I don't know. That was the first name that came to my mind for some reason. Bentley. So the first name in our neck of the woods, David, is Bentley. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was all I got. The most southern name you can think of. Think of. Bentley. Bentley. Oh, I didn't say it was the most southern. It was just the first name that that's, came to my that's mind. Now, that's not a name that would come up <laughs> if you were on the West Coast. No, not, not, not that. Bentley. I mean, Keith is probably more appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that that's that Midwest. That is Midwest name right there. Uh, all right, Noah. I want Yo. you to pick a number. Between one and fifty, in your head right now, six. <laughs> just said in your head. <laughs> oh, right, I didn't hear that part. I just heard pick a number between one and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pick a number one through one hundred in your head. Okay, you Kay. got it. You got the number. Got it. Okay, got it. Uh, David, pick a number. Two. All right, I'll pick. I'll pick. How come he got to say his number? I just keep mine in my head. I'll pick seven. Noah, what's the number? Six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know what. All right. I went over. So, David, you get to talk about wild card football first. Wild card football. All right. So, first time I played this game, I played it with Colin Kaepernick. That was an interesting wow. experience. Uh, what Obviously was that back like? in? What was he like actually playing the game? It was he was very good at it, but he'd been playing it. I'm assuming for quite some time, so he had a good feel for it. Uh, I got <laughs> was he like competitive. Was he talking smack to you? Because you know, oh yeah, we we were. It was that it was that smiley. We both 
are competitive, but like we're still framing it in the not on the nice side, so to speak, since we know we're both in a professional environment. So it was that professional competitiveness. Did he hold the controller above you? Like, come on, buddy. Like, no, no, he did not. That's what I would do if I was that tall. He, uh, you are that tall, just about. Not as tall as, as, as Kaepernick. Okay, I'm going to look that up. Keep talking. In any case, uh, I did get beat like 14 to 0, so... Uh, Considering how I have beat other teams, it's honestly not that bad, though. So, because <laughs> that means I at least kept him from scoring every single time he caught his hands <laughs> on the ball. Um, now, I don't know. I, I'm assuming Anthony has played them. I don't know on Noah if you played a lot of them. Paul uh, Kaepernick is six foot four, by the way. Okay. So, how tall are you, Noah? I round up, so six three. All right. That's pretty close. See? <laughs> so, NFL Street, have both of you played those games back in the day or Yeah, I played it. Yes, sir. I, I thought for Blitz, but it was, yeah, Street's fun. So, NFL Street was, you know, it was that's my childhood. I remember playing that those games a lot, uh putting a lot of time into them. They were just they were just fun. They had a lot of edge to them, a lot of just it was just that really fun backyard football idea that they ran with, and we don't have anything like that on the market now. I mean, heck, we don't even have third-party football games on the market <laughs> after, you know, PS2. As I remember back in the day, you'd go and see like the, it was like nine nine eight nine sports football oh, or man, whatever, all those stuff, man. I forgot uh, about them. Remember that? Remember that Peyton Manning football game that was on the Xbox? Wow. Can't remember. Yeah. I, I actually think I have a copy of that at my office because I've got an original Xbox in my office at, at my uh, day job. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I have that. Um, yeah, there, there used to be a ton of great football games out there. And now it's where we were relegated. You would consider to the Peyton Manning one great? I mean, in terms of at least it was better than some of what we've gotten now out of Madden. <laughs> Okay. Madden is as much as fun as I can have with Madden. I do recognize that it has had a bit of a rough patch here as of having no competition. Um, but in any case, wildcard football is now a thing, and I am so happy to have like an NFL street idea back. Um, essentially easiest way to put it is it's it goes back to that NFL street style where you are just you're playing with these abnormally sized players uh these little they kind of all make me think of you know Doug Martin's nickname muscle hamster <laughs> they look like a bunch of muscle hamsters um but it's it's this exaggerated street football where everybody is you know these ridiculous suplex tackles the throws downfield and the 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 jukes that like they're they're literally like hand standing over the player in front of them <laughs> with the with the players and it's just it's really neat how they've done all of that but to make it a really good playable game is probably the best part because I, in, you can't just 
you can't just throw something together and just expect it. Oh, it's going to work. Uh, the actual gameplay is really well done. It's really good seven on seven football with like, I'm not going to say like your passes are always accurate and everything like that, but just as a basic football game, this works really, really well. One of the big modes you've got in wildcard football, uh, we're seeing on the screen, you actually have what's called dream squad where you actually get a chance to kind of do that Madden ultimate thing, team thing of you open some card back packs, you get your players, oh. you stick them in and then you do like, it's not some of it's just playing regular games against the CPU. And then others are like, play it without the wild card. So regular football or play it with up to a specific score. Like they could have it where you need to score 36 points to win and whoever gets their first wins and some okay. other different variables that they do with it. And as you play through this little tour mode, which is essentially just challenges along the way you play that you, as you play, your cards can be leveled up. So you, you'll never be able to, each card does have a maximum of how great they can be. Like certain certain cards are just never going to be a higher rating than their than another card. So you'll play through, you'll try to max these out. Uh, but which that to me is a really cool feature because I know Madden Ultimate Team, for the most part, the only way to get better is to literally just get new cards. <laughs> And, and here you can actually make your get bet you can actually make your cards better just right, by playing. Can you buy the cards? Is there is that so here's here's the awesome thing is only by earning. Uh, the only things that they oh, do okay. have available in the store is there is like a, a legend there's like some deluxe edition and leg, legendary editions that you can upgrade to that will give you a couple of extra card packs. That is the only function and it is a one time purchase. Like there's no like constant purchasing. So I'm very happy about that. There's no, essentially the microtransactions don't exist really in this game. It is all based on grinding and earning card packs. How, how does the grind feel? It feels pretty good because like I said, in that tour mode, I didn't get to do any of the, like the, you could call it kind of ranked mode, so to speak, because they do have an online league system where you can play against other people and stuff like that and earn packs that way. Um, I never did that, but the other way was just, I mean, if, if I'm already going to be playing with the card packs and stuff or playing in general, you just keep playing those games and it felt, it was pretty much every two or three games you would earn an, a new card pack and they keep generating these tours so that you can keep playing and keep earning these card packs to be able to use. So How that is the, the game. Uh, the cool thing is, is it's um, a minute and a half quarters. So these are really oh. quick. Uh, these are really quick that they don't run down the clock a lot as you pick things like they, they do push you to choose stuff. Like you get like 10 seconds pretty much to choose your play. You get like 10 seconds to choose your wild card, which I'll get into that here in just a second. Uh, and then you get 10 seconds to snap the ball. So it's like they've really sped up this so that you can just jump in and play. Like compared to Madden where it's like, man, I am just <laughs> I better plan for a good chunk of time if I'm going to play Madden. This just goes right. quickly like this. It feels uh, we talk about Madden being simulation, of course, 
this is definitely arcade in the sense of if you want to get a quick 20 minute game in, you can get a quick 20 minute game in. Like so that that's the nice thing with with wildcard football. And it does depend on how you're playing it. Because obviously, if you're going to run the ball, you're going to get a lot more time taken off the clock quickly. (laughs) Sure. Comparatively. Does it feel Um, like enough time to choose plays and stuff like that? Like there are sometimes you plays. There's sometimes you feel a little rushed, but once you've learned like the playbooks and stuff, which you have a very limited playbook, it it's really enough time because really you've only got like I'm trying to think specifically on number of plays. You, you really only have thirty or so plays on offense, thirty or so plays on defense. So it's really easy to kind of get into the route of of what you're choosing and the feet that feel of what you're choosing um there there was one play that i figured out in this that it's kind of a cheap play because the running back is very regularly uncovered on the play (laughs) (laughs) So, so i could take advantage of it and almost always get a first down assuming my quarterback threw correctly (laughs) sure uh, the the only thing that did bug me a little bit is depending on how you flip the play, it would actually change the button of the player. So, like, for instance, if you're on Xbox, uh, X wouldn't be default to whoever the running back is. If you flip the play, he could change over to B. <laughs> right. Like, okay. So so that so that would sometimes be a little frustrating in the sense of. I'm doing this, and then all of a sudden I'm having to remember, oh, wait, because <laughs> this is a better not, play to run to this side of the field. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, yeah, Madden just keeps the button prompt it, to the it, player, It's right? always, yeah, it's always yeah, to the player. Thought, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is yeah. weird. So so that was a little bit different. Uh, also different, like I said, the wild cards. This is a really interesting thing because it kind of takes the place of audibles, because you, as soon as oh. you choose your play, you are done. There's no changing out of the play you've chose to run. Like it is, you okay. are stuck. Uh, and be, you can't choose your wild cards until after you choose the play. So I would often choose, like for instance, there's some plays that wild cards are as simple. And this is like a deck you build. So you get 20 cards maximum you can put in this deck for offense and for defense. So I would do like if I'm having a running play, I would intentionally choose I would uh, I would intentionally choose like say the running back has plus 50% speed. Mm. So that way I'd have that extra speed boost going into everything. And this is all spent if you look at the the um the UI, there's like a little meter underneath the downs in the time of that shows like a little blue dot, a little blue square. That's your energy that you spend on your cards. Does that like reset at all? So, so what they do is they give you two every down. So you're, you're always rewarded with two every down from, from what I can tell. So do you get more based on yardage gained from the previous down or anything? Nope, it's just two from what I've always seen. Like, it, okay. they just refresh you automatically with two every down, no matter how you do. Uh, it's more on the case of it's up to you to decide how to spend it because your wild cards cost different amounts. So, if I want to d- use a, like that, 
that running back play the play that I was talking about, it's only going to use like one because it really doesn't do a lot in the grand scheme of things. It's one player that's getting this benefit. However, if I choose the whole team, it could cost me three or four. Like to, the whole team gets the speed benefit. Similarly, if I go with like one of the purple cards, which are your, it's that middle card, the the middle ground. So the, like you've got the common cards and you've got like, I guess it would be rare is, is kind of what you'd call them. I, I don't remember what the designation is specifically, but you choose those and then those are going to specifically do things like you want to burn your whole, like you could choose that and it would burn your whole, all the four cards that are present and it would replace all your four cards. So maybe, maybe I don't like the cards that are, that I could choose from. So I want to burn those cards out so that I can choose different cards hmm. or I could lock. This one was interesting. You can actually use that and lock the other player into having to pass oh. <laughs> on the next down. So you, so so you could not, you couldn't choose a running play at all. Like it, the UI literally just keeps you from choosing that play. Wow. Uh, it could the UI would could also keep you from getting a suggested play. It's it's a card that's on there called Clueless, where you just straight up. There's a suggested area, just like in Madden and stuff, where they're like, hey, this is the, you're down in distance, this is what you're dealing with, this is probably what you should do. It would, it literally just wouldn't give you a play. <laughs> wow. Like, so you'd have to go and instead of choosing something curated for you, you're having to go fit, find the play that you want to choose. Goodness. Uh, this one that's showing up, this is more of a, a, a legendary car or a legendary card. And they've got like mud pits where essentially you can press a button and it'll drop like mud pits on the <laughs> on the ground so that it slows down the offense or the defense or or <laughs> there's tarp there's tar pits that if you're on defense it'll put like a bunch of them all over the field so that you can slow down the offense. Uh, one of my favorites and this one it, it's kind of game breaking, but I don't have it pop up very often. I'm assuming that's intentional is there is, in fact, a card that will immediately make it fourth down. <laughs> uh, that is, uh, yeah, uh, that's one of those. But, but the thing is, I've played quite a few games. I only ever had it show up once. And it costs every bit of energy. Say, like, you have to get, yeah. you have to literally get every single bit of energy for it to work. So... It's definitely one of those things of it's not a guarantee that you're going to have it pop up in your deck, and then it's not even a guarantee you're going to have the points you need uh, by that by that point to be able to use it. It, so it is extremely I, useful. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah very, very. No matter where you're at on the field, fourth and whatever, this is great. So if I'm getting this correctly, do you choose the cards that you want in the game that that and then they randomly show up? Yes, it's, it's a deck builder kind of thing okay. where you essentially can assemble. You can have you have a base deck that you start out with that's just automatic, which yeah. it didn't have that card in it. I don't believe that's a card I ended up getting as I was opening packs. But once you are opening packs and all these different things, you actually get can build custom decks and you can put up to 20 cards into those decks. And, and at no point. It is random. 
it's just always random. It, it is always four random cards that is down at the bottom of the screen for you to choose. So you there is okay. a there is choice in burning your energy, but it is not a guarantee as to what card is popping up next. So that and if, that does help that fourth down from being as ridiculously powerful. Sure. Uh, and, and again, I've I've gone through a game and had it pop up literally once. So it's not something that's just always there. Is it? Is it? If you use the card, is it gone for the rest of the game or can it repeat and you just need the energy or not? I've seen plenty of cards repeat. I just don't okay. know if the yell I, I've never been able to catch on and on if the legendary cards really repeat as much. I would assume it's probably one of those things of since obviously you'll you could put in more than 20 plays on offense or defense. I would assume they come back, but I'm I'm also assuming that the higher tier cards are probably on a much they're on a much stronger rng <laughs> oh yeah i would it's, imagine the it's, ratio they're not good yeah they're lower. not going to pop up nearly as much and, and and that does come through because of the fact i've played enough to not see them sure uh there there's one <laughs> where you can uh, automatically on offense gain 3 yards <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, like so is it's like first and ten you can make it you can make it first like it's like it's really cool actually to watch it when you click on it because all of a sudden it get it just everything moves it's like the field moves under you three yards like that's how they (laughs) the presentation is so it's like it's really cool (laughs) yeah it's really cool in function to watch like just everybody's just sitting there and it just (laughs) it just moves forward (laughs) like it's it's really cool how they did all of that Okay. So, like I said, there's just there's a lot of style to this game, and the wild cards work really well with that. Uh, there's ones that people have seen in the trailer where you can actually grow into a giant, <laughs> and Jeez. it's only for like three seconds where you just become this giant player and you're just smashing through. So like no one can pretty much tackle you. But that one, even as great as that one is, it doesn't feel overpowered because it's over and if you just ran directly at a big group of people and somebody was still around they could still tackle you as soon as you got out of the the animation okay Uh, freeze breath was also interesting because you can essentially hit a button and freeze one player like if you if you're (laughs) aiming at them but yeah the the wild cards they're just fun it's just it's just a lot of fun to play and, and that's one of the reasons i've had so i've just enjoyed it so much is it's just not serious and that's what makes it so much fun it's it it doesn't have to be this super serious game <laughs> you're looking at something yeah i just saw on the gameplay you had a straight run to the end zone and you just this uh, this guy yeah this i think it was the uh, the cpu apparently accidentally hit the juke button oh okay now so that one was interesting. Bars, are these like um, stamina? Basically, yes, yeah, it's okay. stamina. So what was interesting in that gameplay is somebody pushed the the uh, line to gain up, <laughs> made it, gave an extra five yards to the offense. So <laughs> similarly to the fact that the defense could uh, or the offense could move the the line up three yards, the defense could add five yards. <laughs> <laughs> With the with it, so it's it's this scheme of again, it's the same ideas in Audible. You are 
you're making a change that the other team is having to to figure out. And I can tell you, like, you see up there at the top, it shows the card up in that top right. That is seen by the other by the other players. So you know when someone plays a card. It's not a secret. Uh, we've played myself and uh, Adam Marino, who's help, helping me with this one. He We played this online, and you could see what card the person played. So he would know. There's actually one time I took advantage of him with it. I spent money to give my wide receivers a speed boost because I got the feeling that he would get, think that I was going to a wide receiver when instead I threw that cheesy running back pass. <laughs> so I intentionally played him because I knew that that would be part of the fun of this mm. and it works. So it's like, there's, there's even sub strategies in it is where it's not just the, that going on. <laughs> so I, I think it's, it's nice to see that like, this is a different, almost a Mario Kart style of, Oh, who knows what RNG I'm going to get for a power up. But even then the power up has to be used right or else it's not going to yeah. matter. Oh, it's fascinating. Now I do notice at the top, it says Team Allen and Team Tungabailoa. So it's not, it seems like they have rights to the names, but or the the players' names. But there there's no official teams. So I think this might be the most creative way they could have done this, and I actually like it better than if they would have gotten NFL licensing. They they managed to get the NFLPA licensing for this game. So. All of the players, the recognizable, the the reasons you watch the sport a lot of the time, they are here on the field. Ever, all of them are, uh, at least in terms of the seven v seven whole thing. The the people, the big names are there. But you are not going to have, like you said, you're not going to have the Green Bay Packers. You're not going to have the Los Vegas Raiders. You're not going to have those on there. So they've been able to take that and instead put some crazy stuff in in place of it, which you don't get to see it here in this footage because it is a game played between the the team Tagovailo, team Allen, that, which all the teams in the exhibitions are based on the name of the quarterbacks. So you've got Team Mahomes, mm. Team Love, all that. Uh, when you get to the Dream Squad mode where you're doing that ultimate team building your team, that's where all the cool customization happens because you do get to name your team and all of that. And then you get these kind of wackier backyard stadiums. Like they actually have one that is Nashville and they have us pegged because there are barns next to it and everything. Uh, redneck houses. Yep. Welcome to Nashville. got a grain silo in the background. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> they got us pegged <laughs> i do like the fact that right beside your stadium are two half pipes yep the, it's next to, it's like it's in the it's like it's in the middle of like a skate park yeah. um but they actually the cool thing is they've got some crazy uniforms that they've put in the game like in on my side when i was playing the game i have like my guys in almost full like knights uniforms like you <laughs> you don't actually it's actually a knight helmet like yeah. that's on my players like it's like it's not oh, it's not even a regular helmet like or a an a helmet designed like a knight it's a literal knight helmet yeah yeah <laughs> that i've got on uh you can put on chicken costumes 
and play like it's it's almost like it's nuts some of the ones they've come up with there's a cthulhu one that is insane uh there's one that are like diving suits so they've got the diving helmet on uh they've just had so much fun with all of those and those are things you pull from cards uh you just as you open card packs you get different cool uniforms and different stuff like that and it's just fun to mess around with those different things and and just really adds a unique element where they're missing the whole idea of actual licensed NFL teams. Uh, one thing I do want to give them a lot of credit on is you don't you aren't limited to using your team only in Dream Squad. Uh, that team that you build, that roster that you change around. When you go to exhibition, if you scroll all the way to the end of all of the the NFL teams, the NFLPA teams, um, you actually can see your team at the very end. So you can use your team in exhi- in just a regular exhibition or in an online match, just a regular one rather than the you know the the actual kind of rankedish stuff. But something that's even cooler than that is that there is a you've got your regular team as they are currently leveled. And then they also have a max version of your team so that they actually give you the option to choose your team to play an exhibition as if every single one of your cards was maxed out. Oh, okay. So it's, it's really cool to see that uh, Pokemon battles online is 50 or 100. Yeah. So it's really cool to see that, that, that you actually get that opportunity to kind of, play with your team as the best they could possibly be like the the highest level that your cards could achieve. So it it was a lot of fun to mess around with, with that. And just, again, I know we've talked about a lot of different random things on this one, but really the only thing that I could say that I would like a little bit more is that they would have a couple more modes, but that's something that can be added as time progresses. They do have a, season pass that is in here um how that is going to function i don't know exactly but like i'm i'm looking forward to seeing how how they continue to support this game i just saw your quarterback or whoever's quarterback it was i don't know which team you are but yeah a guy came and tried to sack him you just <laughs> threw him off of you it, it is odd. like like i said yeah. the whole like look at that that hop <laughs> Dude, it's I love the yeah, over exaggeration yeah. of everything. Like it just makes it fun. <laughs> and and that's just it, it brings me back to those days when I used to play NFL Street and and things like that, NFL Blitz, all those all those different things. It's just the it's the fun side. <laughs> yeah, wildcard football looks like it has it doesn't have a lot of modes, but it looks yeah. like it's got enough juice on it. To where you don't really need a bunch of modes. Nope. It's just good, dumb, fun football. (laughs) And uh, it looks dumb, but with enough depth to keep it interesting. That's what it looks like. Yep. I think the card system really, really helps. Yeah. Like I said, it's that little Mario Kart kind of, kind of feeling to it. That's how they described it actually to us. Was it was kind of cards for? for the uh, field goal or even punts or anything like that? I believe accuracy would be the one that you would spend, like either better or lesser accuracy. Lesser for the and, other and that kind of and that would yeah, and that would <laughs> and that would work for both. 
Um, the kicking, the kicking is one of those things where it's not really that tough in the sense of things, but I think the speed is the thing. Cause, cause like I said, they, you are really fast. They're really fast trying to get you immediately working on whatever you're doing. Yeah. So kicking can be stressful <laughs> ah. in, in those moments. Cause you're having to really quickly gauge the wind speed. And I mean, if the wind is blowing hard, you're going to miss if you aren't correct. Like if it's blowing completely to the left, to the left, you're going to have to push almost all the way right to make yeah. sure you get that kick. So it, again, it's, it's arcadey, but I think the speed also works to its advantage. Yeah. He got plastered. <laughs> <laughs> Literally jumped. His whole stomach was on his yep. head. And body slammed him. It's uh, the nice thing. This is this game's only forty bucks. They're not going crazy or anything with it. So, which it, it's the same team that I don't know that it's the same exact team, but it's the same uh, company that produced the NBA Playgrounds and stuff. Oh, so, okay, yeah, yeah play, Playground Sports. So, how many teams are there for this? Oh, it's it's the full thirty-two teams of the oh, NFL. Okay. Yeah, it's every like I said, every quarterback gets theirs, and then of course you get the dream squad where you can build from the. I, I'm assuming it's probably around the realm of because you have seven players on offense, seven players on defense. <laughs> so it'd be seven, you seven, fourteen, and then the them. kick, and then I believe the kicker is a separate. So it'd be fifteen players from each NFL team that that makes it in here. All right. I wonder if eventually, maybe during the seasons, they're going to have, you know, uh, Hall of Fame players or something added in. The I'm not sure if it's one of those things that they will have purchasable or a season pass or something, because I could see that happening with that. But they did a legendary pack for pre-ordering the game, and it included, like, I believe, Jerry Rice, Dan Marino, oh. uh at least I think that's who they had. I don't know if they're ex if it's only there or if it's one of those you can pull them in card packs or how they're going to work it, but I could see it eventually hitting as something maybe you could purchase that pack specifically. This is the game where I would I dream of seeing somebody like Sebastian Janikowski added to oh, the yeah. game just so you could kick like 90 yard goal <laughs> <field laughs> attempts. Yeah. <laughs> just for the heck of it. Cuz this yep. is that kind of game. Yep, it's it's fun, man. I, I like I said it it it's just it's like when you go and you watch a B movie. It's you're not going for the for like this crazy narrative or or to be surprised. You're just going for the fun of it, for the the spectacle. Yeah, <laughs> and that's is, that's what it that. accomplishes. It this accomplishes exactly what I wanted it to accomplish. Summer blockbuster video game type of thing. I'm a, I'm yeah I'm gonna play this. This looks good, and it is on like pretty much everything. It's on PC. It's on uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and it is the last both gen cross gen. So it's last gen and this gen, and it's also on Nintendo Switch. Uh, what so, did you play it on? Uh, I played it played it on Xbox Series X and on Xbox One. Um, and it is cross play, so it doesn't matter what you have you can play it with anybody how did it play on the xbox one <laughs> it it was <laughs> it was definitely not as pretty let's put it that way like it's still the gameplay was fine but it definitely was not as pretty on the xbox one god those consoles did not age well <laughs> gosh yep. 
those consoles were like when the new car comes out your your car whatever the previous year is just diminishes in quality even more after coming off the lot right i like i like what i see out of wild card football that looks like a great game i'm a, I'm a baseball guy and it even looks fun you know like <laughs> Yeah, now we just need to get you a uh, baseball version of this, Noah. Yeah, bring bring back the bigs, you know. Bring oh yeah, damn! I, I remember hits. You remember that one? Yeah. And NFL hits. Yeah. That was back when they had blitz, and then they also had hits. I think <laughs> that was NHL. Oh, was it NHL hits? I yeah, they had NHL a hits. they had their own version. I know the I know him at Major League hits. Baseball had one too. Uh by Midway? No. I was almost sure there it was uh, slug slugfest slugfest slug it was actually slugfest oh, yeah, it was made it was actually a midway yep uh was that midway mm-hmm oh yeah yeah I'm looking at the box art that's midway box yep. art yep yep <laughs> I told okay. you I knew I knew yeah. there was one <laughs> I remember playing it <laughs> dude NHL hits is oh my gosh that one is fantastic that's a great one. I didn't play. Uh, I didn't play Slugfest. I missed out on that one. I need to go watch some gameplay of that. See what that looked like. Did you play that, Noah? Uh, I think so. You probably didn't. If I, you think so, <laughs> probably not. I mostly played the Bigs. That was what I did growing up. Yeah, so. Bigs is good. Bigs is good. All right. Yeah, that's that's wildcard football. We gave it an eighty-five out of a hundred. We thought it was great. Is it's just fun. That's all it needed to be. It looks fun. Yeah, I'm def. I need to play that before the end of the year. Yes. See how far up the list that goes for me in my <laughs> game of the year list. Out of thirty something games I've played. Uh, all right. Well, I played Forza Motorsport after Cassie talked about it last week. I was like, you know, I got to play it for myself. I'm a Forza Motorsport <laughs> person. I got I got to play this. So there are some things that um I I needed to know that I wasn't quite understanding from what Cassie explained. So um I got to, thankfully I actually got to get my hands on it. Uh this week has been crazy for me, but uh number 1, it looks fantastic. This game looks freaking amazing. It's very, <laughs> very good. So we'll get that out the way. But one of the things I was super curious about was how cars are upgraded and the progression and things like that. I needed to figure that out because in previous Forza Motorsport games, what would happen is you get... Wow, why is the footage going so fast? <laughs> Holy frick. Zoom in. Dear Jeez. Lord. <laughs> looking at man <laughs> i am moving and grooving it hold up <laughs> i might need to re uh encode that <laughs> what happened oh that's going why for the speed run any percent you know <laughs> fam all i can think of is that that music in the background with all the british cops are going real fast <laughs> that is that is yes that is what is going on um all right I am going to uh, re-encode a regular... I realized I put up a video on threads 
that oh. I needed sped up. And I didn't know it would default to the, the speed I was doing. Oh, um, no. So that's fine. I'll re-encode it. But I needed to figure out how the card pro- car progression was. Because in previous Forza Motorsports, it was you get a new car and with whatever, whatever credits money that you had left, you could buy parts and just upgrade it to whatever letter that you wanted it to be. Forza letters S, A, B, C. That's how the lettering works. So in playing this, the upgrade system is different in the sense of you don't have access to all the parts when you buy a car, no matter how many credits you have. You're, you do have progression with each individual car. So if I got, I started, uh, as you saw on the screen beforehand, I started with a, uh, a Ford and that car, that, in, that Ford has its own progression line. I think it goes up to 20. And so as you level it up, you get access to parts. So basically your upgrade system moves very linearly and generally uh, you will only be able to participate in certain lettered um, cups, races, whatever, according to what that is until you upgrade it to a place where it can participate in higher ranked races and i like this i like this a lot actually because what ends up happening is you you get a car in previous games and really all you're looking for is just seeing the numbers go up it's you know my my braking is at 3.0 i want to put the best parts on it so i'm just gonna earn enough money or i already have enough money and i could just boom Just give it whatever I need. You don't really play around with the car. You just get in. Which, if you are a expert at this stuff, kind of waiting for your car to progress might be a little annoying. So I can understand that. But I think for a majority of people who play Forza Motorsport, even though it is a racing sim, there are a lot of people who don't get to invest or they even, I won't say care, I think everybody who plays Forza Motorsport cares about, you know, cars in that way, but they may not understand. (laughs) Well, I would say compared to like Forza Horizon, for example, you know, like even less people care about cars in that way. You know, it's just, it's just fun. Maybe you just enjoy the driving, but in terms of tuning, in terms of eking out the best performance, Generally, Forza Motorsport people, I think, are like that. And so with this, because you have to progress slowly, you kind of get used to how those parts work and what they are actually doing to your car as you are making the upgrades. So you don't go from a C-class car to an an A-class car, and you don't know what that feels like. Instead... You go from a, you start with a C class car and you incrementally add parts to it and you get to feel how that affects your car. And it allows you to understand what these things are doing. And it kind of slowly but surely pushes you into being an expert at the parts and what they do and how they react 
And so it's a really interesting and clever way of turning people like myself who enjoy performance enhancements and all that, but I'm not good at it. But because I have to slowly deal with this, it kind of forces me to understand it better. So I really like that that smart decision. And again, if you're an expert, I can understand how that would be annoying. Um, but it doesn't take long to level up your car. You could probably do it in one single cup, which is about four to five races, and you're constantly progressing. Now, what I will say about the progression, this Cassie scored it to 95. If I were reviewing this game, this alone makes me give it an eight because I cannot stand this. So in practice, we're looking at practice right now. As Cassie said, you have to do practice. You have to do three laps of practice in order to do the actual race. Fine with that. But as you're doing practice, there are segments on the track. And in those segments, you get a ranking of how well you went through that segment. So whether it's a chicane, whether it's an S-curve, whatever the case may be, a nice straight into a tough turn, whatever the case may be, your ranking can go anywhere from 1 to 10. So as you are practicing, you are going through this. And you can see in the top right, it says segment score. That's what that is. So little segments progress better. You get more experience for your car so you can level it up. I like that. But I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. When developers put cool things like that in, progressive things, and then they do something that absolutely gets in the way of you being able to like maximize that thing. And in this case, while you are practicing, there are cars, other cars on the track, which is a real thing in auto racing. While you're practicing, there are other cars on the track. The problem here is there are way too many cars on the track as you are practicing. And so not only do they not go as fast, now that might be because of the difficulty I was on, but still, the bigger problem is, is that there's just too many cars on the track. So while I'm over here trying to perfect the segments, trying to increase my, you know, and get a better pole position and all that, which you can adjust on your own, but still, point, I'm trying to get good stuff so I can level up my car a little bit faster, uh, you know, get better at the track. And I got these cars in the way all the time. And so I get to a segment that I didn't get uh, that I feel like I could improve on. And if you improve on it, you get even more experience. But I can't because these dang cars are in my way and it messes with my segment score. So I have to go around and try it again and hope there's not a car there. And like in this case, you see these two cars like. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to bump into him because I could get dinged for that seconds wise. So I don't want that, but I can't get the score that I want, or I can't even try to get the score that I want because the dang cars are in the way. So I, again, the realism of there are cars that are on the track during practice. I'm fine with that, but also in real life, they're all professional racers and they're all generally going the same speed. So they're not really running into each other unless, you know, somebody is tweaking something. Maybe they slide a little bit, you know, maybe they get off the track, you know, whatever, some, something obscure like that. But generally 
all the professionals, I don't care how slow their car is, they're generally going around the same speed. So they don't really have the problem of like bottlenecking in certain places. To get rid of that problem, there should be a way to reduce the amount of cars on the track or just have a solo practice type of thing. Um, so that really, really is frustrating because um, you will get into those spots if you if you play this long enough, at least for me. I just felt like... And of course, the collision doesn't help your segment either. No, so. no, it doesn't. It, uh, if you collide, if you get off track or whatever, your segment score automatically drops to a one. Doesn't matter how hard you hit them. Doesn't matter how much you went off the track. If the game thinks you went off the track, if the game thinks you know, you made a little collision, automatic one. So then you have to go around and try to beat that segment again. So that that alone irritates the crap out of me. Especially because right there, they hit you. It had nothing to do with, like, that was just an automatic collision one when you didn't even initiate. The first one you did. The second one was all them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um that alone and and because you have to do practice again i don't have a problem with that in and of itself i like that feature but the fact that i can't maximize my practice because of this is super annoying dropping the score on that for sure because it is yeah. irritating like um, i get i get having cars on there for the sake of like you know preparing you for the race of there're going to be other cars there but i get your point as well on the the way the cars are there is yeah, very rough. Yeah, it's practice. It's like an inconvenience for you. It is right. for practice. Get out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much get out the way because in in real life, yeah, if there is a faster car coming, they're on the radio telling that other car, "Hey, there's somebody behind. You. Get out the way." You know, type of thing. Um, so the lack of realism in that respect is is super frustrating and yes during a race i don't expect to have all my segment scores you know tens and stuff because yeah i'm in a race they're going to try to block me they're going to try to make my lines tougher i get that so i'm fine with that but when i'm practicing leave me the frick alone okay <laughs> we're talking about practice <laughs> not talking about the game we talk about practice what are you um, talking about <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's the most irritating thing. Other than that, I love the tracks. The tracks feel great. Uh, they're fun to run around. Um, the, the initial kind of beginner tracks, I think they're totally made up. I don't like those as much, but once you get past those and you get onto the real tracks, it's like, oh yeah, these, these, these tracks are fun. So lots of cars to, to drive, lots of, lots of different cars to experiment with. Um, the progression between cups where some of them are locked off. It's not as annoying as I thought it would be, but I am experiencing some areas where it's like, I don't, I start it and it feels fun. And then I realize I don't really like any of these cars that I'm driving. So you can like restart the cup and like try a different car if you want. Um, yeah, if you get into a situation where it's just like, I I really don't like driving rear wheel drives a lot, so uh, I gotta get through this. That sort of thing is annoying, but the car, I mean, the cars don't feel so bad that they're not fun to drive at all, but it's just, 
I'd rather drive something else type of thing. So there is some of that. But other than that, yes, it's it's fun. I love it. It's it's still Forza. It still oh, feels good. Huh? <laughs> that I damage, know. I think I saw. On, uh, no, I oh, guess yeah. that's just the... Is that reflections or damage? No, that's the damage. That's from that one car. <laughs> <hitting me. laughs> At first that I was turn. like, wait a second. Is that just the reflections or is that the actual damage? No, no. Uh, one thing I do like. Um, they've added different ways to increase your difficulty. So use, it used to be you could it, just buy the driver tars, increasing the AI, messing with uh, how realistic you want your car to feel. That'll give you increasing credits and stuff. Now you can actually choose your grid position. And so if you're feeling like you're... you're you don't want the cars necessarily to be more difficult to race against, but perhaps you do want some more credits. Put yourself in the in the back of the field, and you'll get more credits that way if you if you can podium finish. So I like that that they've given more ways to increase difficulty without just you know having to be a realistic racer. Um, and I feel like yeah, I feel like that's. That's pretty much it. I mean, driver cars, as Cassie said, they don't drive well. As you as you have seen, they 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 do not respect your presence if you're about to pass them. So they will absolutely bump into you. Um But I, I do I do enjoy this. I do enjoy this. If I could play more of it, I will. But yeah. I'd score it an eight. If I were doing this, that's just me. Hey, I trust you. I'm not sim racing is not my thing. So yeah, like I I stay in my Mario Kart lane. That is as far as yeah. I <laughs> as I go. I don't. I bought, love the Mario Kart lane. Oh yeah. I bought Gran Turismo Seven for the sheer sake it was a VR game. <laughs> just because I knew it was going to look incredible in it, and I don't think I've even played it. I think it's just my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know sim racing isn't for everybody, but I I love the challenge. Uh I'm a very much a uh self-motivated competitive person. I will absolutely try to beat myself as well as others. I am both ways, and this this is the one of the best ways to satisfy that craving. Um <laughs> uh, just going around a track figuring out how to because it's like a puzzle, you know? The puzzle of how how do you maximize every turn, every straight, the gear shifting, all of it, tuning the car, all of it. It's it's a giant puzzle, and uh, I enjoy it. That's Forza Motorsport. Yeah. yeah, it it is fun. Um, it just it feels good. It does feel good to to drive. Now. I don't even know how to segue into this. Okay. Um, we got some footage from IGN. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> We've been talking about good games, so just get ready. People. We have to humble it. We have to stay humble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Forget humble. You know, this game <laughs> could be uh, nominated as the worst game of the year, as as far as I've heard. King Kong. 
doesn't sound like it's it's doing so well uh for a what was it david 50 dollars yep 50 dollar game so none of us have seen the footage of this game we have heard headlines we have I've seen, seen very minor footage but okay you've seen a little bit but not right. n- like like clips on twitter that's the most i've seen so not okay. enough to see like actual in action okay so we're about to show some footage from ign um this is ign's footage of king kong we're gonna react to it as we watch this should i should i have the sound on might as well we might, hurt. Full ex- <laughs> okay. might as well get the full experience all right, all right. we're gonna watch this okay here we go uh, unmute it, David. This is your upload. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh, that, that audio is oh. awful. I haven't even heard this audio. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, let's see. Night storms are a bad <laughs> omen in times of crisis. <laughs> And the Kongs knew it well. Look how the mud, like, he's just tiptoeing and mud's like, oh my gosh. The father and the son had yet to return from hunting. And the Holy Spirit was somewhere else entirely. (laughs) Fearing the worst. His fur looks glossy, like, like an old action figure. (laughs) Who is he looking it at? It does like look at an action figure, like the, this, the old plastic. This looks like yeah, the Infinity on the PS3. <laughs> I wouldn't even say three. I would say two. There's no water physics at all. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out the scale because Kong's supposed to be a big... You know, <laughs> that's true. Those birds, monkey. Yeah, yeah, I guess relatively, those birds are pretty big too. What? Oh wow! I love the little like dazed little logo that's on the it's birds. Like, if you hit them, <laughs> like a Looney Tunes. Like, did you see that bird just hop and hit, to hit him? It was pretty great. This, what is up with all oh. the stoppage? <laughs> That's probably hey. the most technically good part of the entire thing was bashing through that thing. I hate games that stop you to, to do a tutorial. It is a tutorial. Put it on the screen. All right, watch, watch these water physics. Oh, there we go. We saw a little bit. Except when they attack, they don't even actually attack. Yeah, they just the jump. Water. Look at it. It looks like it's just like modeled to just shoot up. Like it's not the water. Yeah. It's just water shooting up. <laughs> Also, is that river like in feet Like I don't. Know. The scale is just hard to judge. They, they don't even attempt. Like if you watch, like I know I keep saying it, they just hop at him. Yeah. There's no actual attack. I don't feel like. I just can't. <laughs> the smoke looks like this released people. <laughs> this is a real game. You could buy it for fifty dollars. Okay, I feel like they the copied the vines. Not, from not, e- not even, time. not even actually climbing the vines. Like it, just putting your hands. No, this is a mixture of N64 level animation and modeling with like maybe. No, yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation One. Uh oh, it's a big dino. See, look, 
It did there was no attack animation, it was just I think, huh. No, I think the birds were trying to Mario jumping. Like, like Goomba stomping? Yeah. <laughs> he trying to Goomba stomp. Oh, that, oh that's awful. <laughs> I didn't know there were finishers. It just stood there. Looking at him. What? Why is there another stop? <laughs> Dear Lord. You gotta know about your special bar. Uh, let's see what it does. Wow, it just flipped turn. That crunch sound effect sounded like a plastic bag being squished. Oh my goodness. I, I thought underwhelmed was like the worst this could be, but like this is way more than underwhelmed. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, breath too. And it's just, it's Left not really an ultimate, it's just more power. I think you're right, David. I don't think any of the enemies are attacking. Well, it's, it's not animation. Like, the animation isn't there. They're still, like, hitting, I think, Kong. It's just the... Well, he's not losing any health ever. Uh, it could be on really easy, you know, us game reviewers. We prefer the easiest. I... I don't identify with that. There <laughs> <laughs> you go, those N64 vines, they're just kind of there. Oh my god. Yep. A little more three dimensional than. The concept art has more details than the finished product. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh no, the chickens. Okay. All right. Well, where do we rate this? Who? Who? Worst game of the year? I played Gollum. It has more than that does. <laughs> like at least, really? at least, yeah. I, I, I'll admit, I was one of the higher people on Gollum. Should I have been at the score I was? Probably not. But at least it feels like there was thought put into Gollum. That doesn't look like any thought was put into it. Like, I don't mean to be mean to developers. I know developing a video games are, you know, not for the faint of heart, but that just ain't good. Who made like, this? Uh, that's what I'm, uh, Iguana B. Iguana B. A, a Chilean game dev established in 2011. <laughs> uh, they, they made the G.I. Joe Operation Blackout game. They made uh, World Little League World Series, uh, Multiverse. They've made that. What lies in the multiverse? Head Snatchers, Monster Bag. None of these games I've heard of. Yeah, so largely shovelware. I don't. I don't know if I want to say shovelware, just because I haven't heard of it does not mean it's quite shovelware. Um, that was something. They have used the Unreal Engine. They've used Unity for iOS and Android games, and they've developed for the PlayStation VR. So they've been around. They've worked with Cartoon Network, Hasbro, PlayStation, LG, Wacom, Wacom, Wacom. I don't. I've never actually known how to pronounce that. Game Mill, 
Iceberg Interactive. Wow. I just don't know. I can Okay, let's ask this. We don't even have to look. Do you think this is the worst game in their catalog? I mean, probably. <laughs> Consider I the one I know and, and <laughs> yes. <laughs> having to go off of that. That is rough. And I'm being generous with that. Yeah, that's term. that's rough. I can see why that is turning heads. On it. Let's see. I, I need to know. I need to know. What is, what is this? Rise Skull Island Kong. Let's see here. Uh, Skull Island Rise of Kong. All right. That's the full name. Yeah, that's the full. It's supposed to be like a prequel or something. What's probably the most funny is the 360 King Kong game is probably better Overall, Peter Jackson's King Kong, the official movie game. The uh, the official. Which yeah, funny that enough, one actually had 80. an yeah on Metacritic. Yeah, it's got an eighty. <laughs> Something I would not have necessarily expected. <laughs> well, the user scores is sitting at a three point eight. Not that that matters too much, but yeah, IGN gave it a thirty. Wait, I need to know if Travis. It was this. not. It was not Travis. It was not it was, Travis. Okay. It was not I Travis. I know it's. He was spared from reviewing <laughs> another awful game. So as um, far as I can tell, there is one critic review, and that is IGN. That is IGN's. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I've got to say that there is. So there is one person on the user review that gave it a ten. I saw. I'm going to read this just for the sheer sake of it. It's Cross Ceno. It says, this is honestly one of the best games I've ever played. Okay, this person definitely has not played any video games ever. I actually enjoyed this game very much. I don't know why everyone hates this game. Maybe they are just review bombing. Either way, I found the controls to be decent at least. <laughs> they decent weren't at amazing. Least, you get a 10. They weren't Man. amazing, but it didn't hurt my thoughts of the game. I found that the fights were good, though, and that I enjoyed them. The graphics are good as well, and the sound was beautiful. beautiful. I can't wait for a sequel of this game if they choose to make one. Beautiful sounds. <laughs> beautiful sounds. Oh, man. I want to meet this person just to have a conversation yeah. with them. <laughs> Let me pick your brain for a bit. Let's chat it up. Look at that smoke! Isn't that smoke impressive? You see from the from the hand clap, it's always dark like fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dirt all around you. I'd say it's accurate. This is indeed a video game, people. Ah. I wonder if you're the developer, like you just know what you put out. I'm sure they know what they put out, and they just laugh at themselves. They're just like, you know what? We know. Just laugh. We get it. Yeah, like good possibility. Just laugh. That All right. Cool. <laughs> I need a reset. Uh, <laughs> we got some news. Uh Phil I am Spencer. Humble, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm reading this off of gamesindustry.biz. I didn't get time to break it down, so I'm just gonna read it. It's not a long article, but uh the headline says Phil Spencer says Call of Duty exclusivity deals are done 
And the article says, following Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion, Call of Duty's exclusivity deals are poised to end. As reported by game developer, the news comes from Xbox Phil Spencer in a recent appearance on the official Xbox podcast. Quote, I don't want to feel like there's content you're missing out on. That's not the goal. End quote, said Spencer. Their shooter has had deals with Xbox and PlayStation over the years. More recently, Call of Duty on PlayStation has offered access to time, exclusive online betas, in-game skins, and multiplayer modes. Spencer added, quote, we have no goal of somehow trying to use Call of Duty to get you to buy an Xbox console. To that effort, Microsoft has signed deals to guarantee Call of Duty will continue to be released on PlayStation and Nintendo consoles for 10 years. My question is with this, if the goal isn't that, then I understand uh, Minecraft didn't have that kind of thing. But if you're trying to increase your numbers for Game Pass, Call of Duty is a sure way for that to happen. Even if the numbers aren't astronomical, the numbers will increase if you make Call of Duty exclusive. I don't understand the thought here. So the question is, what, like, what do you think Phil Spencer is actually trying to do with this whole acquisition? Here's the thought. You spent $70 billion and you got to get it back somehow. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, that's uh, you've seen what Minecraft Minecraft reported what 300 million sold here yeah recently. I don't know what the numbers have been since since Microsoft got it yeah but I mean but yeah it's, it's still so we have to imagine it's probably astronomical and that's kind of where you're at with Call of Duty Call of Duty is one of the biggest things out there the best ways to ensure Call of Duty stays as big as it is is to make sure that everybody has access because it is a live service game. So you need users in general. So you close off an ecosystem, you're closing off users. Even if some do move, some just won't bother. Um, and it in the end, you're going to put it on Game Pass. You know you're going to put it on Game Pass. Well, it's either we go get it on Game Pass or we have $70, we make 70 off of it the other side. No, I, yeah, I agree with so. that sentiment with the idea that you're going to <laughs> and you're going to get that licensing money from, you know, it being on Sony and <laughs> apparently yep. on yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> whatever, whatever. That's yeah, I just don't think like. you want to cut off that big of a player yeah. base, too. And, and that's the biggest thing It's just such a big it, yeah. it's the biggest game out there I get that it has its downtimes. It has its its bad years, but so far you have to be either rock band or grand theft auto or, or, or a rockstar game should i say yeah yeah if you want to be a bigger game than call of duty every year like you that's literally the only way so <laughs> you you keep it everywhere to keep it being that money maker and keep making you money because it's not just the 70 dollars it's that a lot of those people who are buying all of that are buying the battle pass are buying all of the skins especially since they are Fortniteifying this game. The skins have probably never been as profitable as they are now. I mean, you can buy flipping Skeletor in this game right now. <laughs> uh, you'll be able to buy Ash from Evil Dead. You can buy Nicki Minaj and 21 Savage and Snoop Dogg. I mean, it's 
everything is coming to this game. Everything is moving forward from this game into Modern Warfare 3. So it's like, uh, <laughs> people just going to keep spending money on skins. You might as well just keep making that money. And don't and not jeopardizing that money of people swapping. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Not to mention there's so much. We, we I know we're going to get into it, but like the back catalog, that's really why you bought beyond just the fact of, like you said, Activate Call of Duty in Game Pass is going to boost users. Mm -hmm. Just the sheer fact of you, ha one of the biggest issues Xbox have is they haven't been creating IP for a very long time. They didn't have a lot of studios to create IP <laughs> for a very long time or create successful IP. Now you're sitting on a wealth of IP that you can eventually use. So Call of Duty, yes, it's going to be the cash cow. Somebody was talking about like, oh, I can't wait until they start pulling them. Uh, eventually, yes. Could there be a good chance that some of these studios do like Toys for Bob and stuff get to make different projects? Absolutely. But you got to keep the Call of Duty cash cow running. <laughs> That's going to be, it's going to be a second before you see any of these studios. Like I, I kind of, I don't mean to sound mean when I say this, but somebody said, I can't wait for Raven to do something new. And I kind of laughed because they're the main people behind Warzone. That's <laughs> yeah. You're not getting, uh, unless you build a brand new studio from Raven, like grow them into a, a second part of their studio. Raven probably ain't doing nothing new. You probably aren't going to see Beanox do anything new beyond the fact of I do think they spun a second studio off because they're on Call of Duty to make sure it runs on PC, especially now that it's on multiple platforms. You've got Sledgehammer, Infinity Ward, and Treyarch who are all specifically on their Call of Duty cycles. Those teams are probably pretty set in stone. Uh, I can see Toys for Bob them finally giving them the ability to be able to spin off back into some of the other things, which I believe they were part of the the Crash Team Rumble. Is am I right in that that they were? Yeah, they were on that. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so and I mean, you've already cool. you've already let them work on these things, so they're probably going to head to something else. Um, no, they're working on the next Crash Bandicoot yeah. skins. For I, I know that they obviously helped on the other one. Um, the question would be, you know, what's what other studios are working on COD that could feasibly move away. Cause again, it's just such a big game and it makes so much money. It has to get attention. It, it, this isn't as simple as, Oh, you're going to work. I know you're passionate about this. We need you to work on this. Uh, fam, they are holding the, they got the fingers in the cracks of the dam to make sure it don't break over it at call of duty. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they got to make sure that this stuff works perfectly. So like, I, I love the sentiment. There are games I want back. I want to see more Transformer games, like like the the Cybertron games. I want to see the those come back. I want to see. I'd love to see Prototype Three. I Singularity is one of those super underrated shooters that I would love to see back. But you know it, that Call of Duty cash cow, <laughs> it it makes the you don't money. Want to take away from that, yeah. It makes the money, and that's why it's going to stay on. That's why it's going to stay on multiple consoles, and that's why it's going to be continued to be supported as heavily as it is. Uh, yeah, that sixty-eight yeah. point seven billion could probably be made back in six years if if Call of Duty <laughs> continues the way <laughs> that it continues instead of ten. Well, 
Um, only thing I would the only thing we do have to of course think about is just expenses because we don't know how, what studio costs are going to grow to. Yeah, but you're right. Like there's so much in just in the sheer live service revenue, and we we see like Ultimate Team. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 there's profit. Yep. For sure. Um, yeah. So you don't you don't fix what ain't broken. So uh, Call of Duty uh, and the studios have been good at fixing when something is broken, or at least adjusting. So they will continue to do that as it happens. Now, my question to you, though, when it comes to all the live service stuff, now that Call of Duty is officially Microsoft, do we find the Master Chief entering in Call of Duty? I mean, he made it to Fortnite, so I would assume that yeah. they will find a way. <laughs> you, you know what? Find I really a way. Dis- it should be really easy at this point. <laughs> I'm disappointed a, that <laughs> somehow with all of these contracts, all of these different things that we have seen go through that Doom guy has not made it into like like you can literally buy a Doom bundle on the Call of Duty shop right now. Like that gives you the Doom shotgun with the low FPS, the low frame per second. Uh, I got to use and, it and a, a chainsaw, game. and it's like it's yeah. so neat. I, I went ahead and bought that bundle, and it's like, how the crap do we not have Doom Guy himself? Like in Halo, is it is it well in Halo? Yeah, that's a that's a hundred percent. I'll be like, how in the heck is he not an infinite? Like <laughs> they own it. it, like, but in Call of Duty as well, like, yeah, that's, that's like why is why is know. Doom Guy not being shared? Like between the, is it just because you don't want to take away from his FPS? But you know, he ain't using it right now. Away. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't think that takes away. Yeah, yeah. It just it just broadens the people who know Doom Guy. So yeah, like Doom Guy needs I, to I, be in more things. He's in Fortnite. I mean, <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> why is he not in Halo? Like that that it really is a a really surprising because. The armor design works for Halo. Oh yeah, Halo, for sure. Yeah. So it fit right in. Like, I don't understand. At least, Unless they yeah, just forgot. Least. They're like, "Oh wait, we don't have him in the game." You know, like, <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> Every time don't they know. look at Master Chief, they see Doom Guy. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. There was there was somebody who wrote something about like they were like, "Oh, they want Halo to be more realistic." I'm like, "Look at the flood suit, you <laughs> dimwit." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they lost all realism uh, with this last <laughs> season. Yep. Goodness gracious, season five is uh, crazy. All right, uh, what was the other story you wanted to bring up, David? Well, the other story was that Xbox wants to take a respectful approach to revisiting the, as they put it, amazing trove of Activision Blizzard franchise. I was just talking about just the back catalog. We know that they have a lot of different things. They have more than just Call of Duty and Diablo and Overwatch, you've got Guitar Hero, you've got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, you've got Crash Bandicoot, you've got Spyro, you've got... I know Hexen is one that people bring up. I never played that one. But they've got things like Prototype and, and all these different different games. Forgot so, about Hexen. Yeah, the, so the, the question would be, again, is, you know, what... 
what's going to happen with these. And Spencer said he's fully supportive of studios revisiting them. He says he just wants to make sure that it's people who are passionate about it. He, when he goes to do studio visits, when he looks at it, like everybody, about developers who are passionate. Yeah. Developers who are okay. passionate on these things. Like he, he's, he says, he says, so I'm going to start with the teams and what they are passionate about. And that's why I'm excited to go on these studio visits and then we'll look at it. So it's like, you know, that's to me, that's part of what we saw when Marvel games approached PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Marvel games approached That's what I was about to bring and they up, said yeah. they said we want you to pitch a like we want you to take some of our franchises and Sony was like well let's have people pitch these ideas let's let's have them pitch their what they want to make and See, that's I good leadership know. right yeah you know that's, that's what we were talking about that's good leadership right there <laughs> yeah about time we saw some of it and the question is is if the studios. <laughs> can make good pitches i know um, yeah the so leadership far, so in good. the studios but yeah. you've got like again insomniac comes up with the pitch says we really want to do spider-man and three games later you cannot tell me these teams are not the most passionate spider-man fans like with what they have made these are some of the greatest superhero games we've ever played and that's what you want. That's what I definitely want to see. I want to see these teams. I don't want somebody to be pushed to let's remake or or a sequel to Singularity just because we want to make a sequel to just because of making a sequel. I want the team to want to make this. Like, there's nothing going to be a worse taste in your mouth than going to a franchise you've wanted for a long time for another another game and then it sucks horribly. <laughs> Yeah, or or you can mediocre feel, spyro is not what you're what you're going for. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't want it just thrown to a studio just because it can be thrown to a studio. You want the studios to want to make it. You know, like I think that would, you know, be more enjoyable for them, and theoretically would turn out a much better product if they're passionate about it. They know the IP or you know whatever it may be. I think as long as it fits, you know, like their idea and what they want to do, if it fits with what will work, you know, I think that's what you got to look for. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's a a great perspective to come from, from Phil's perspective in the sense of, because yeah, you listen to the fans and, you know, we'll, we'll do what the fans want. But if no developer actually wants to create another Spyro because they don't have a good idea, because they don't understand the IP, then yeah, you'll get another Spyro and then you'll be mad because it's not great or as good as what it was. You'll get a Skull Island, Rise of Skull. You'll get- <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> so. Fire that. Is that going to be our new verb? Man, they really Skull Island this thing. <laughs> skull Island this thing. Um, yeah, right, I so. Just- uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I just sent a list of all the. IP that they now own. That's a lot. Is there is there a game on the list, uh, specifically the Activision Blizzard list, that you want to see brought back? Uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. What? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, Call of Duty's been on a downtrend. We need Overwatch Call of Duty done. back. To yeah. 
Oh yeah, go for one. <laughs> no. Um, so and it, and is there even like if you want to take it a step further, is there an Xbox Studio? I'm not even saying an Activision Studio. Is there an uh, Xbox Studio you would like to see make that game? I don't know enough about all these studios to suggest. Yeah, that's me. That. It, some people do, some people like don't. Yeah. Because so. uh, like for me, like the first thing I look at is I want a StarCraft shooter from the wonderful people over at Coalition because that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, but they're like a third-person shooter kind of. I'm fine with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't it would like we already have a Reinhardt uh skin of what's his face from StarCraft. <laughs> yeah. Like he's big and bulky. You can make that work in uh from Coalition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it couldn't work at all. Um, but when I think of something like Spyro, uh, I don't know what studio I would want. So, like Rare, for example, it's not the same Rare that made Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. So, you know, people talk about, oh my God, I want another Banjo Kazooie. It's not the same Rare. That people that's brought up Toys for Bob doing Banjo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they they seem to have a nice beat on Crash. Um, yeah. I'm not saying they couldn't figure out Banjo, but rare bring back Skylanders. <laughs> Skylanders was all right. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, yeah. There was, Skylanders there was some all was right fun. Skylanders. Uh, but no, I, I don't know. But I'm looking at this list and I'm like, I really don't have a uh, uh, attachment to a lot of Blizzard <laughs> Activision games. Um, I need. I need. Uh, <laughs> What's her face to just discontinue their Indiana Jones game since you know that license is not going to grab people and switch it and make it all pitfall? <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> like just take take the ideas that you had for Indy and just make it pitfall, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> that's essentially what Naughty Dog did with it, with Uncharted. It was literally based yeah. off of Pitfall. <laughs> yeah, it's a brilliant idea. Because yeah. I'm, Do you I guys am a little bit worried about that back? game. I would love to see Guitar Hero back. I just don't know what form Guitar Hero... Like, Guitar Hero seems perfect because of the whole live service idea, and I don't think that live was a well-designed live service idea. I just... You feel like there could be something there, but I, I would love to have I, it back, but that's just as a music fan. But I haven't played Rock Band in forever. So. I don't know. I think it's... I think Guitar Hero is one of those that people always talk about wanting it back, but then if they actually did bring it back, they wouldn't buy it. Well, some of it is such I an expense. Like that too. Yeah, it's such an expense you have to invest now because the... yeah, yeah, because I mean the instruments, the old stuff's not going to work, and they're not going to make it work. Yeah, you're not you're a hundred were... you're a hundred to hundred and fifty bucks at least, yeah, especially that's... just in the the game and the other, and then it's not counting. You've got to choose the right songs. It probably is a headache trying to get licensing for anything like that, too, I would imagine. Yeah, licensing the songs. And then, again, you've got to get good songs for it. Yeah, with the streaming and, scene now and, and the fight for artists to get paid, I can't well, see how licensing would be simple. And and I don't mean it in a way that's like trying to like be like rude to the artists and stuff but like just dance just fits better in today's 
main genres that go around it feels like it, feel, like, it does I, feel like i i yeah. don't mean it that there's not good rock music out there but i don't feel like it's like it was back when guitar hero was coming out like and even well, when guitar hero was coming out they the focus was on classic rock yes and i feel like the rock catalog was exhausted at that point in terms of yeah. like rock songs mm -hmm. everybody knew and, and, and would sell whereas just dance stays with the times yep so whatever well, part of it is just because pop is still a very much more alive genre in well that it always style. will be yeah but it's easier to dance to pop songs than to create this instrumental i mean you can and, yeah and now but, you don't even need a peripheral for it you can literally put it on your phone that's true yeah uh -huh. it's a much cheaper <laughs> maybe route, they figure know. out maybe they figure out a way to use the phone and you just dribble <laughs> <laughs> like going a solo you know yeah <laughs> yeah i just i i don't think Mom, can i borrow your phone i need it for Here, a tom Here, here's something too uh it makes it almost like the reason that as much as you might want Guitar Hero, that's a really tough game to make a play anywhere kind of a title. Like, you can't use that in the cloud, really. Either. I don't know if they're going to so, commit that to every single game. Well, I get that. It's just the idea that if we're going to put the... I if, we're, if that is really what they're pushing for with a lot of this cloud stuff that's a game where your resources do the controller limits how you can spread that game around agreed yes because you can't <clears throat> yeah you, you really can't put that kind of controller on the cloud yeah. i mean i guess you can if it, we look at what microsoft is doing you know yeah. in the next but, console but generation. none of the none of the instruments were ever bluetooth so that's imagine how much more that expensive that makes those controllers I don't know because it's not like Bluetooth is like incredibly expensive now, but I don't, I mean, nearly everything's got Bluetooth, so I yeah. don't think that would be tough to add financially uh, for consumers. It's, it's just it's an just, extra expense still. It is. And but, it raises the price on your, your bundles. Uh, I mean, it could depending on how they, you know, depending on how much it costs to even put it in there. And then, you know, maybe they can recoup that cost somewhere else uh, yeah. with what they're selling. But I just think trying to make it work on every kind of device would be the most difficult part for, for the cloud stuff. Uh, that's a, that's the point. I think. Yeah, it would, it'd be more of a headache for not something that bull would continuously support. You know, like it'd have a little bit of a sell at launch, but after that, people aren't going to buy it. It'll just fall off like the last one did. Uh, uh, actually, to your, yeah, to your point, multiple Bluetooth stuff, because if you're going to do multiple instruments, then yeah, I don't I don't even know how because Bluetooth doesn't tend to connect very well with multiple devices unless you get <laughs> the newest form of Bluetooth. So that uh, that could be a huge that would be the huge problem. You know, one Xbox with five Bluetooth things <laughs> attached to like, uh, you know, your phone can only do so much, you know. Um, so yeah, that, that would be rough. Uh, all right, what was the other? I feel like you had one more story, or is it those two combined? Nope, that was it. It was those two combined. 
Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I don't know how we got to this long in the podcast, but we did. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of fun stuff. Winged it. Winged it from there. Wung it. Winged it. I don't know how to say. Wung it. I like Wung it. In any case, uh, happy October 20th. Happy 1020 day, Noah. And it's finally a good memory. It's a good you memory, know? man. What's that? Uh, we we won't get Spider-Man into it, but there was there was a there was an actual there was actually yeah there was a disaster in our lives that occurred on October twentieth. Oh, so today is Mario yeah. Wonder and Spider Man Two Day. So we can all be happy. Which okay. I believe right. this is the new just, Barbenheimer. Yeah, Spider Man Wonder. <laughs> well, they both start Mario, with SM, yeah. so yeah. you know, there's that. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you call that. <laughs> a good day, Superman. Good day. A good day. Yeah, Super Mario Man. All right, that'll do it for us. Appreciate you watching. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you later. Deuces. Peace.